Hey, book lovers. My name is Em, and I want to talk about books. And cats. Welcome back, book lovers. I hope you all had a wonderful summer. Mine was pretty good. Not as eventful as usual, but I got lots of family time and had a lot of personal growth. I took some time to start another podcast. It's called Where's My Purse? (laughs) It is a podcast about women with ADHD, which I have recently found out that I have. If you want to check it out, you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Where's My Purse? (laughs) Or you can go to wheres-my-purse.com. I did get to do one of my favorite things this summer, and that was reading by the fire. We took a camping trip, and I read two books kind of simultaneously. Just like last summer, if I recall correctly. At nighttime, I read one on my Kindle, and during the day, I had a fabulous hardcover from Book of the Month. And that's the one that I want to talk about today. Let's talk about What Lies in the Woods by Kate Alice Marshall. This book was pretty excellent. I expected it to be a certain thing. I have read so many thrillers with a woman coming back to her hometown because a relative did something horrible, and there's a podcaster covering the story. And I will admit that that is still a massive part of the plot of this book. (laughs) But there's an extra piece to this mystery and confusion, and it makes all the difference. The story centers around a trio of girls, now grown women, who went through a horrible ordeal when they were young. They were out in the woods and they were attacked. Our main character, Naomi, was stabbed over and over, and the other two girls, Liv and Cass, fled and found help. Miraculously, a friend of the girl's brother found Naomi and carried her back down the trail to the road. She survived, obviously. They caught the man responsible, and the girls helped put the man, who they also believe is a serial killer, behind bars. So now the girls are grown up, and each have followed their own path. Cass was the more well-off girl, whose dad was the mayor. She stayed in town and built a successful business, and she's raising a family. Liv remained living with her parents. She was deeply affected by the attack and just never really got over it. She was often contemplating suicide and had attempted in the past. She keeps herself going by calling Naomi whenever she's at that point, and they always promise each other that they will be there for each other tomorrow. Naomi has moved away. She's a successful wedding photographer, and she's also in a somewhat crappy relationship with a guy named Mitch, who wants to exploit her painful past to try and create art. She's on her way out of that relationship, like, right in the beginning. The book starts with the news that the serial killer, Alan Stahl, has died of cancer in prison. Naomi is conflicted, though she should be celebrating. Something that Liv said on their last phone call is troubling her. She has to go home and see her friends and find out exactly what Liv has discovered. Not to mention she also has to go visit her dad, who she has a very troubled relationship with. So, she's not exactly looking forward to the trip. Going home is always a somewhat haunted experience, 
Things are so very familiar, but they're just a little off, you know? And, of course, then some things are just wildly different. Plus, things in town have already been stirred up by the death of Stahl. The old story and the memories are already floating around. And, of course, there's an outsider snooping around. A podcaster named Ethan is building a story about Stahl. More so, though, about his victims. He's asking some very tough questions, and many of the townsfolk are turning against him. Naomi is attracting more attention than she would like, and some of her encounters with people from her past are jarring. And she feels more and more like she is an outsider. Her friends are also acting strangely, but in different ways. Both leave Naomi just feeling even more adrift and alone. And there's also a new police chief with something to prove, who has a few questions for Naomi and her friends as well. Things get wild pretty quickly in this book, and the pace just never lets up. There were a couple of predictable moments, but it really veers away from those, and the ending is excellent. This is a really satisfying thriller, and if you can read it by a fire, even better. I definitely recommend What Lies in the Woods by Kate Alice Marshall. Hey, book lovers. As you all know, I'm a huge animal lover, and I have a house full of furry friends. Given the name and content of the podcast, I have to assume that some of you do too. I'm also going to assume that you love spoiling your pets, because, well, is there anything better? (laughs) If you love showering your favorite animals with gifts as well as attention, you should check out PetHaveny.com. The link is in the show notes, and by using that link, you're also helping support the podcast. Pet Haveny has adorable clothes for pets, including this Hawaiian shirt that I have to get for my orange cat dozer. It's definitely his vibe. I also just got him a super soft, comfy bed. They have a bunch of different colors, shapes, and sizes to fit your pet's personality. And if you find something you know your pet will love, use code BOOKSANDCATS to get 30% off your order. That's books, the letter N, cats, for 30% off. Welcome back, book lovers. So I recently started a new job, and it's kind of incredible. Like, if I could have written down what I wanted when applying, and then what my ideal would be, I got even better than I could have hoped. I have to be honest, I struggle when generosity is directed at me. In the past, it has always contained strings usually more like chains, honestly. And now that my life has vastly improved, I struggle to accept the good things that are coming my way. I am getting better at it, but it's still tough. This new job is so perfect for me that I just keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. And so that kind of got me wondering where that saying came from. So I did a little Googling. And I found that in the tenements of New York City in the late 19th and early 20th century, apartments were built with bedrooms on top of one another. It was common to hear your upstairs neighbor take off a shoe, drop it, and then repeat the action. It became shorthand for waiting for something that you knew was coming. And continuing with the word play, this week's quote of the week, well, quotes, because there's three, They are all from unknown people, and they are all focused on happiness. Is there anything better? So the first quote is, Always keep your chin up, otherwise you're just staring at your boobs all day. That one makes me laugh. I love it. 
The second quote is, some people call me crazy. I prefer the term happy with a twist. I like that one. (laughs) And finally, never let anyone treat you like your regular glue. Your glitter glue. And I love glitter glue. When I was a theater teacher, that was my favorite thing. So that's all for this week, book lovers. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please give a follow, a review, wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as on YouTube, Instagram, just anywhere you can. It's all greatly appreciated and it helps so much. And of course, tell your friends if they love books and cats as much as we do. I hope you all have a beautiful week, book lovers. And until next time, keep reading. Rap Media Production.